folks, and welcome back to Roll for Rainbow. I am your dungeon master, Alyssa Mandrasina, and with me, I have our players. Oh, players. Hello, my name is Emmett. I play July Everglow, a light domain cleric. Um, this week's July fun fact is that her favorite kind of weather is um, when it's cloudy, but it's still warm. Like the sun isn't super bright. She just like gets overheated really easily, but she likes being outside. That's her fact. I didn't think of one in advance. <laughs> All right. Hi, I'm Trinity Sheher, and I'm playing Safria Farlake, a wildfire druid. And Safria's fun fact this week is that she has never gone swimming. Oh my gosh. No, she's. Oh my God. July. Lake in the name. She's never gone swimming. July's going to have to teach her how to swim. <laughs> Safria's like walking around with a tipper girl being like, I don't know how to swim. And July's like, fuck what yeah right and I think I said like last session I like riffed that I was like oh well I'm literally made of fire despite the fact that I'm like an autumn eladrin and not like a fire genasi but this is my world and I get to say whatever I want <laughs> July and Safri are gonna have a Mitski come into the water moment <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> going to add it to the playlist BRB <laughs> um hi my name is Julian they them and I play Victor and his fun fact of the week I have been trying to think of something that is actually fun because everything (laughs) I said up until now has like killed the mood of the fun facts they're not fun (laughs) but he burns very easily like if you leave him in the sun he'll be like a little shrimp He's just like red and crispy the whole time. And we, I just have to keep like, um, yeah, like growing aloe for him. Yeah. Oh my God. Just the, the fucking factor 90 sunscreen. Thing. <laughs> like the strongest ones in the shop is the one he needs. Exactly. Okay. Last we left off in the land of Laskia, the wise Dandelion received a visit from Mix Page Atwater, the council's courier, telling Arlena that her attendance to the gala in two weeks' time was mandatory. This leads to a conversation regarding preparations, such as a visit to the Festina family tailor. We also tied up a few loose ends. July got to talk with her goddess briefly, with Safria acting as mediator before she dismissed them. The distinct tension of betrayal distancing the two. This leads to an emotional heart-to-heart between Safri and July regarding the cleric's unfortunate relationship with her mother. Meanwhile, V finally got the family meeting they needed with varying levels of shock and acceptance between Bella Luna and Mateus. The party also managed to make it to the Orland Market, picking up some weekly essentials and some extra trinkets for the gala. On the way back to the tavern, Safria and Mateus seemed to make amends and, well... Some shots are shot, if you know what I mean. And that is where we are now. (laughs) Shot your load. Ew. 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 (laughs) You're done. Uh, Anyway, that is where we are now. Our adventurers having returned to the tavern. Madalena is still in the process of getting her hair done by Alana, with Cow spectating nearby, of course. Bella Luna is at the bar sort of half supervising, half reading through some loose parchment. And Arlena is nowhere to be seen. Dead. No, she's not dead. You said she's nowhere to be seen. (laughs) She can exist outside of the tavern. The galas are really intricate funeral routine. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Like every time we leave July's like field of view, as soon as we she can't see us anymore, we're dead. She has no object permanence. No object permanence. Yes, God. Guys, do you think that? 
playing Maybe we can get July. Um, fuck out. You know, it, look, I was thinking about this. If Arlena can't go on at um at the gala, like for whatever reason she's sick, she can't perform. I was thinking that July could definitely step up and do some stand up. Absolutely not. No. Oh my god. No. No, the thought is terrifying. Like the concept is not as funny as the faces you guys are. (laughs) I want, I want um you to do stand up, but it's you reading things that you tweet. But it's oh my, (laughs) yes, yes. Like me, like me, Emmett. (laughs) Yeah. Is that an episode of Total Forgiveness? I don't know. No, 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 no. Okay, what? Grant has to do stand up that Ali wrote for him. That's right. And it's really, really bad. That, that's what you okay. should do. You should you should deadpan my tweets. Oh, because your tweets are funnier than mine? Yeah. I'm kidding. My God. They are. I think generally they are. Mine are too long. Thank you. Follow me on Twitter. Thanks. Thanks, everyone. Okay. What's the at? Um at Trinity I'm Foskett and at Tea Time Witch for my art. Okay, enough plug. Always be plugging. I've derailed the podcast. We're in the tavern. What are we doing? I'm sorry, Mom. I've derailed the podcast again. Sorry, Dad. It's totally fine. Um, (laughs) I'm just disappointed. No, truly, today my my disappointment is directed at how fucking slow my computer is being. So yes, that is that's that's where I, Alyssa, personally am right now. So Bella Luna greets you with a warm smile and, and says, uh, Arlena will be back shortly. She went to go to uh, the Falcon's Finery to make an appointment with Talon and see if we could get some privacy whilst doing so. Everything went okay? I'm like making July hold all my bags. Like I'm just like walking in. I'm like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, it went, went all right. <laughs> You can't see July's face. She's just holding them. Like she's not straining at all, but they're Ugh, like, so true. She can't see where she's going. She just. Where is they? Talil is guiding her. <laughs> yeah. Follow the light. Oh, Bella Luna says uh, a good haul indeed. Then and you see Mateus slip around, drop off on the counter, like the weekly grocery essentials he bought and then going upstairs to, to put away like his personal, like the coal he bought. And the, and oh, the I account. give him, I give him the cloak that he lent me. Uh, he takes it. He says, Oh, thank you very much. I forget that I'm wearing it and I keep it on. <laughs> he, I bet he wouldn't mind. He wouldn't mind. Oh, uh, is there anything you'd like to do? Any pressing conversations you'd like to have? Yes. I have to talk to Safria in July about uh, Madalena. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, and then I have to talk to Madalena. <laughs> about Madalena. Oh, shit. I almost fell. That's going to be fun. Basically, as soon as like everybody's free, Victor is going to like pick up July and uh, Safria, and he's going to be like, in his funky mysterious way he's gonna be like hey i need to have a word with you guys and just leave like back to his room leave the door like half open almond is as fuck (laughs) i just like look at i look at safria i'm like i talked to him like an hour before we left and he seemed fine so (laughs) i just like shrug and i just follow him (laughs) yeah i follow safria i'm like okay As soon as you guys like walk into his room, he closes the door. Doesn't lock it because that would be like actually fucking scary. But he's like, <laughs> click. Now you're stuck here with me. No. Um, he turns back to you guys 
then takes in a deep breath and he's like, okay, so I, I have an issue in which I have majorly fucked up and Madalena is the consequence of it. She's your illegitimate child? She's what do you so mean funny. you fucked up? I'm you said that she's the me. consequence of it. I'm going to ignore yes. what July is saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> July's like, it all makes sense now. <laughs> Everything's oh, clicking. Oh, so alike. <laughs> no, she doesn't say that. He, he shakes his head. Well, I was before known as a very good detective because I have actually brought back a lot of people that conveniently traveled away to comfort once I found them because um, they're all rich people. Trouble is, I have never actually found some of those people because I didn't want to. They were like rich and I assumed they were assholes because of their position in life. That obviously wasn't the case with Madalena, but I think, uh, no, actually, I'm actually sure that those endeavors of me pretending to be other people, this little scam I've actually created, it has been covering up the affairs of the council. And the fact that Madalena is in the room next to us right now, first, my cover is blown. Second, my career is ruined. Third, she has to go back to uh, her husband, even though that would probably be a terrible idea because it is an Wait. asshole. Wait, so you're saying that you disguised yourself as the countess and lived her life while she was missing? No, I have not lived her life. I have created a story in which she traveled away to a very comfortable place. Uh, I have been sending letters as her, though. Um, Why? <laughs> It pays the bill. She's <laughs> <laughs> a fucking dead fan. So you lied. Yes. To make money for yourself um, yes. and to hurt people that you didn't know. Not to hurt them. I mean, harm wasn't the primary objective. It was money and being old favors that would bring me comfort i didn't want to hurt anyone i think i even did my best to i mean i'm not trying to make excuses for myself because yes that was shitty it's why it's called a scam but you know i i didn't want their loved ones to think they were suffering and i looked a little bit assumed they were dead and then covered it up with a few layers of lies so what are you gonna do now that she's alive that's where the problem comes in (laughs) i'm telling you guys this because i was planning on talking to madalena about this exact issue and she's a caster that could probably kill me very easily because that's that that's apparently something easy to do and i wanted you guys to have my back there warlock ass <laughs> <laughs> okay i i mean i understand why i mean it was money like that makes sense but like 
why not just go with the story that you said that you were writing letters like why not explain that to her i'm sure i mean sure might come around eventually yeah i mean that was kind of the idea of uh coming clean and updating her on shit that's been going on while she was locked up trouble is that i think what i'll have to say to her may make her really really mad and want to i mean naturally but her being alive was not part of my plan and now that she is alive i do you want to kill her no okay that's the whole point i have to tell her and ruin my career because i kind of fucking deserved it like i oh you definitely do (laughs) even if natalina doesn't want to go back home you shouldn't have a career anymore as a private detective you're a sham your career was just (laughs) pretending to be dead people though that's like no not completely i have found some of them how many of those dead people that we saw in those folders we were looking at how many of them were people that you were writing letters from how many of those people it's kind of your fault that they're dead how many oh shit okay because madalena would be one of them if it hadn't been for us Um, it's at least half okay i was was like scrambling through my notes to get (laughs) no yeah victor scrolling through the notes app of his phone trying to find the list where he was keeping (laughs) yeah i have not found yeah, of the people that were in the, the Kisa and the Orlin uh, facilities, uh, those files, at least half of the ones, anywhere between a quarter and a half of the ones mm-hmm. that you, you were ones that you were covering for, for sure. Okay. He like, especially when July mentions that uh, he helped kill them, he, he shifts a little uncomfortable, like, oh, hard truths have been told. And he looks away. I know about half of those names. The ones we could read. Anyway. I, I'm not completely a sham of a detective. Because I have found some people. But... Found them alive or found them, period? No, I have found them alive. I have brought them back. But All those right. were mostly like poorer people those that came to me to ask for a service not to pay for it Hmm. and had i known the council was involved and had i known that i would be enabling them i'd never have done that i just i just found out now along with you guys what they were doing so Hmm. it's part of the reason why i want to come clean to Madalena because I owe it not only to her but to all of those other people that I've um, helped kill basically as July colorfully put up I mean if that's what you want to do like I what else why would he not do that I don't there's other options like I mean not everyone wants to take the moral high ground I know I've certainly not taken the moral high ground on multiple occasions I could just leave and become someone else. Documents aren't that hard to fake. Okay, well, that's not going to help us because, well, not going to help me at least because we're in yeah. this shit together, apparently. Yeah, exactly. Why are you making it sound like caring about other people is a bad thing? 
not everyone takes the moral high ground. Not everyone like thinks about what other people because not everyone does July. Like not everyone fucking thinks about everyone all the time. And not everyone's there to like hold their grandfather's hand and care about people July. Because people are also very good at stabbing you in the back when you have this. It's not easy or straightforward to exist. And I am trying to do so because I think it's right to the people who died because of me. But it would be easier if I did not do that. And sometimes easy is better. There's, I'm not trying to be a dick. I mean, really? Genuinely asking. I don't have zone of truth on right now, so I can't tell if you're lying to me or not, but I know you like doing it, so. Oh, oh, damn. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, If you're not trying to be an asshole, I could turn on zone of truth right now and just make sure. Yeah, put it on. See if I fucking care. Fine, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, I guess zone of truth for the first time ever. A very um, important note. On that spell, a very important note. Does this cover Victor as well? Yes. Um, I it's a spear. Please, um, please read the language of that spell. I, I certainly will. Please I certainly will. will. We're going to need to know that. You create a magical zone that guards against deception in a 15 foot spear centered on a point of your choice within range. I'm just going to like center it on myself. Until the spell ends, a creature that enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts its turn there must make a charisma saving throw. On a failed save, the creature cannot speak a deliberate lie, and I know if you succeed or fail. If you fail the save, so you're affected by it, you can avoid answering questions. Like, you can be evasive in your answers, but you can't outright lie. Okay, okay. Okay. And I think we're all standing pretty close together. Yep. Yeah. yeah, like we're all in the in the room. And I believe you can also choose to fail, if I'm not mistaken. You can. You can do that. Okay. Because I'll know if you succeed. So, right. so uh, yeah, make your yeah, save. I think, I think how it looks is I clasp my hands together and I hold them like really tight, like in front of my chest. And then um, I open my eyes. I think at this point, like since getting home, I've taken the eye patch off because you guys already know what it looks like. And my one eye is glowing like blindingly bright. And as I kind of separate my hands, this like glowing yellow sphere kind of emanates out from my hands and it grows and it grows until it takes up pretty much the entire room. And then I look at Safrio with my eyes glowing and I say, go ahead. Charisma save? Oh. Charisma save that you can fail and I will know if you try to fight it and you that's succeed. A, that's a plus zero, babes. Hold on. Let's see. Yes. Um, since, you, since you would know, um, I am fighting it. <laughs> What's the DC? <laughs> it's a 16. I got an 18. So No! I'm pissed. <laughs> okay, so, so Safria saves. Victor saves? Yeah, I got a 22. I have... I have stupid charisma i'm <laughs> shit at everything but charisma but you so, know that we're that we save yeah so july knows and feels through eliora's power that her friends or the people that she's been calling her friends are maybe not actively choosing to lie to her but are actively choosing not to tell the truth Fuck. Oh. yeah i leave <laughs> just just gonna walk out yeah. All right. Fair enough. I'm staying here and talking to Victor. 
You said you wanted to do that last session, so go right ahead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's that, too. I think Victor just watches July leave. Like, he knows Zone of Truth was, was coming. They said it out loud. And, like, he kind of braces. But he didn't expect her to walk out. So he's, like, staring. I turn her, like, I, turn, I just kind of swear under my breath. And I turned back to Victor and I'm like, all right, what do you need help with? I was just going to ask for you to have my back when she hears the news. I'm not sure what her reaction will be, but I am not the toughest tool in the shed. So, you know, just right. don't let her kill me if it comes to that. <laughs> I'll try not to. Okay. Um. But if I die in the process, July probably won't revive me right now. So true. literally couldn't if I wanted to, but <laughs> this is true. I don't have third level spells yet. Damn. We also have not talked about the consequences of revivify in this world, which frightens me. <laughs> we, we will cross that bridge when we get there. Let me know when you are able to get revivify or spells like it. I think, I think it's, fifth level if i'm not mistaken okay we'll have a chat then i don't like that that sounded like a threat <laughs> only a promise only a promise a threat is just a mean promise <laughs> no, okay I hate it when people are like it's not a promise it's a threat or it's not a threat it's a promise it's like <laughs> no because that, i think if, if i like look at you and i'm like i'm gonna fucking kill you i'm not actually gonna kill you i'm like saying like i'm trying to scare you I think we got the name of the episode, though. A threat, a threat is just a mean promise. A, promise. a threat is just a mean promise. Also, look at me in the eyes and tell me if that's not like a Benicata Disco song name or something. No, it literally is. No, it is. Uh, I can literally see from, boy. Bonus track from A Fever You Can't Sweat Out or from Under the Cork Tree. Yes, very true. Very true. It's a quiz. Is this um, the name of a Fall Out Boy song pre-2008 or is it a name of a Roll for Rainbow episode? Because <laughs> <laughs> Milf is a state of mind would definitely be on Take This to Oh brain. my god. <laughs> Same brand of bitch. We are just is a 2008 state of emo band energy like peak. The first episode of this podcast was called A Little Task. Look how far we've fallen. We love. We have strayed from Elior's light. <laughs> I love you guys so much. Love you too, Dad. Yay! <laughs> anyway. anyway, Dad, will you take us to Dairy Queen after the baseball game? No. <gasps> oh, it's a good day. <laughs> in fact, I don't have a Dairy Queen in my town. <gasps> what? No. I don't have know you been one? Like half an hour away. Have you ever been to one though? Yeah. Like once. Because my friend, he went through the Dairy Queen drive-thru and he, they didn't flip his blizzard over and he was mad about it for like a week. Like every single time he talked to me, he complained about it. I get it. I'd be mad too. One time my girlfriend in high school um, almost got us in like a horrific car crash trying to get to Dairy Queen because um, she was incredibly anxious and a very bad driver. And we were turning across like three left lanes of traffic and a car started coming at us and instead of speeding up or slowing down she took her hands off the wheel and covered her eyes no do you remember when we were driving to california pizza kitchen and i reversed in the middle of the road because i missed the exit
I can't even drive and I'm already judging you guys. Also can't drive. I was going to say, I feel like I would need, to, even though Trinity can drive, I feel like I should be the group's designated driver. Because <laughs> Trinity drives like a Californian. What does that mean? Bad. <laughs> I said what I said. I- I'm just picturing someone like about to get in a car crash and going, ah. Yeah, literally like. I was screaming at her. I feel really bad because I wasn't like helping or anything. But yeah, I was like screaming. And then like, luckily the car like slowed down and we just slowly scooted our way into the Dairy Queen parking lot. One time an old man like swore at me because I was driving on the wrong side of the road and I felt really bad about it. And I cried because he yelled at me. I wasn't even <laughs> Why were you on the wrong side of the road? I just forget which side I'm supposed to be on sometimes. <laughs> That's horrifying. I wish there was a video podcast so you could see everyone's faces when Trinity said that. Fun fun fact you need to know about me instantly. I drive with two feet. I've reversed while driving on several occasions. And (laughs) I can't parallel. Actually, I can. I can parallel park. Trinity should be burned at the stake for driving with both feet. (laughs) Driving an automatic with both feet. Just the, the... The thought, like a train fucking reversing on a highway because she missed the end. Yep. Yep. Oh my god. It wasn't a highway. It was when I had to pee really bad. Didn't do it when I was about to pee really badly. But when did you have to pee? Oh my god, we were driving to the aquarium and I thought I was gonna have to pee in your car, and your car was already leaking fluid. You did not (laughs) communicate with that with me at all. Yes. Yes, I did, because I made you pull over at that janky gas station to let me out to go to the bathroom because you were like, we can make it. I'm like, it's 20 minutes away. I'm about to ruin your own pulse. <laughs> oh, my God. I yelled at you for 10 minutes because you would not. And we came up on an exit, and you drove by it, and I screamed at you so <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm going on mute. I'm so sorry. I've left. I left the room. Bye. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So, do Victor and Safria still have words to share? I don't even know where we left off, truly. God, we were gonna go, like, yeah. confront the <laughs> Okay. So, you guys are going to confront the Countess? I think Victor just, like, before they go, he turns to Safria and has, like, is there anything we should i should know before i am probably assassinated by the woman i impersonated for money dm do i remember if she said because remember she said she like she like lost her connection to her god can she mm-hmm. still cast she can still cast she did act, she did almost accidentally send a lightning bolt at oh her she time. did do that okay um so she can still cast she just like when she used to pray the way she had said it when she used to pray she would be able to hear something back from rye when she prays she does not hear anything from okay okay so i'm trying to i'm like i mean she's kind of jumpy when you open the door if she's praying so let me go in first okay good plan okay so we go over to her room uh well y'all know she's downstairs right now she's with alana me when i lie we go downstairs (laughs) You approach Madalena and she smiles easily at both of you. Her hair is in a tangle of braids that look honestly significantly better than what Mateus went out to the market wearing. She doesn't move very much as she watches you, lest she disturb the child's work. Hello. Good evening. Is it? I always say good evening, but I don't know. It's like, it's, it's like late afternoon, probably by now. Okay. All right. Like, and my, my 
bilingual brain, good evening is a good response for like any kind of hello. And then it I is, yeah, it. it's it's like very polite. Yeah. I have seen it applied so many times that my brain's like good evening equals hello. But then I'm like, wait, isn't evening like nighttime? No, but it but like good evening. Okay, so there's like good morning, good afternoon, good evening. And good yeah. night. But if someone said good afternoon, good evening, and good night, let's talk about the Truman show. Anyone else? Let's really not. Let's <laughs> booing <sighs> film major. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, going back on mute. Thank you. Ratio, your own podcast. Yes. <laughs> ratio plus you're a film major. Jesus. Ratio all the film majors. I'm being um, flipped off on this. Anyway, just just a just a quick thing. Uh, good evening is a is a pretty good response as like a greeting. It's just if you say it at like nine in the morning, someone might look at you funny. Yeah, exactly the like i just need to tell everyone that trinity just sent me a message in our twitter dms that says when you come to my dorm next month i'm going to pee on your pillow (laughs) trinity (laughs) trinity dad you have no evidence that i have trinity said she's gonna (laughs) (laughs) why did i become the parent when did that happen (laughs) It's the next yeah. This is our this is our nighttime story. You're our dad. <laughs> <laughs> We're three. Oh my god! Despicable me poll. Hold on, everyone. When- oh my god! <laughs> you know how the three kids from Despicable Me are like. Julian is Margot. Julian is Margot. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're not fan casting. I'm talking about how their beds are laid out. <laughs> I know what we are. The- <laughs> this is happening. <laughs> the you will me podcast fan cast. <laughs> I have lost control out. If I ever had that it. scene where the main guy is like telling. I watched this in like 2012. I have no frame of reference for this. But like the main guy like telling them a bedtime story and they're all like in like their three bunk beds. That's Groom, us right now. Groom, that's, us dad, playing this game. that's us playing this game. And Alyssa's just reading called us a bedtime Groom story. Dad, though? What? Did you just call Groom Dad? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I think it's like mean. I think they call him dad at the end of the movie to show that he's yeah. like earned their respect and love as a father. I just think it's hilarious because we're like the assigning end of which one? The first, the second, or the third one? The first, the first one. At the end of the first one, I'm pretty sure Agnes calls yeah. him dad. The oh, is, okay. our, the our podcast name is the issue of fatherhood and despicable me one two and three. An examination of fatherhood <laughs> through the despicable me French <laughs> That's one scene with. How did we get here? Despicable and dragons. (laughs) Dragon and dragons. Despicable me. Welcome to the podcast. Power word kill. Power word killed the DM. Congrats. Nice Dungeons and Daddies reference, Virgin. Okay, Henry Oak Kinney, come no, back. That was just a violent tone of voice being like, virgin. <laughs> like, <laughs> like media. Okay, I'm focused. <laughs> Don't lie. <laughs> Don't lie to your friends. Show the truth, I succeeded. I'm focused. Absolute straight face. Like a new person just came in. I'm taking my Hold SATs on. right now, guys. I'm not <laughs>
Okay, I do not want to know what your face. I do not want to know what your face looked like while you were taking your essay. I did not have to take them because of COVID. I've never taken an SAT and I never will. Whoa. I took them three motherfucking times. That's on you guys for living in places where you use the SAT and not the ACT. Oh, you could have. I could have done either. I didn't have to yeah. do either of them. Well, yeah, but like in the South, they like they don't offer SAT testing for free in school. Ratio so- plus, you lived in the South. <laughs> I will not partake in those ratios. I, mean, that, I, that specific I was, I was no told I'd do better on the SATs than the ACTs because I didn't have a math brain. That is what they told me. I didn't do either of them. And I, because my, I was planning on like raw dogging them. I was like, I don't plan to study for these at all. And then so I, but then I never had to do them. So it was fine. Why did you have to use the phrase raw dogging them? <laughs> I mean, it's Why? accurate. At my, at my private school freshman year, they had us take both and then you were able to see like which one you did better on. So they're like, okay, just like, just pay attention to one. And I basically got the same score. And then I started going to Southern public school where they're like, we're we taking the ACT 20 times for free. Take the SAT and you owe us $50 million. We did the PSATs for like practice. That's yeah. I think I did everyone too. did that. Yeah. I think everyone I think we all. Yeah, I think we all did the PSATs. We also did. We did TCAP, which is like Tennessee. Oh, that's, that's what is that? There's a California one. CCAP. No, it's like the cap. Is it like the NS? Oh my god! Wait, hold on. I'm, I, this is gonna like really bother me for the next forty five minutes if I don't figure it out right now. Oh, the C A A S cap. I guess it is the cast out. The C A. A-S-A-S-P-P? What the fuck? Okay. What letter? I need you to pick one set of letters to say. (laughs) C-A-A-S-P-P. Let's put the ass back in gas. True. Okay, do we want (laughs) to do we want to go from when I left the room? (laughs) We should. I was just thinking, like, we didn't get off topic at all during our introductions. I was like, oh, no, it happened God. here. It happened here. Yeah, Which, this is a much worse place for it to happen. <laughs> it was like the much more editing. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to completely destroy. <laughs> Maybe we can move this to the beginning. <laughs> this is why we need, like, a, like a, a, a talk back podcast. Oh, that's true. <laughs> do we do need true. a time? <laughs> okay. Real for Are we going to start doing adventuring parties? Is that what we're we doing? need to, because I also don't remember what's going on at all because I have a, a fucking turkey brain. <laughs> that is why I do the last we left off in the land of Laskia. That is the part where you ask questions. <laughs> yeah, Trinity just isn't listening because she's busy trying to focus. <laughs> Trinity's busy opening the tab for her character sheet while you are actively recapping. <laughs> there was 15 minutes of like bullshitting before we started recording no i listened to that (laughs) no that's the time where you don't have to be listening no i listened to the 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 last we left off in last year because i remember you said something about oh fuck what was it i remember you saying something about something i remember (laughs) you said something about like her mom's unfortunate like alcoholism or something i don't remember but it was something along those lines the Claire's unfortunate relationship to her mother yes that is what you said yes that is what i said <laughs> i know because i have it on a fucking document alcoholism. where uh, do we want to take 
Last we left off in the land of last year. <laughs> we, need we, to take, we need to take it from the start. Is that what needs to happen? <laughs> no. I, it's I, been an hour. I was gonna say I don't have the energy for that. I don't. <laughs> um okay. we, went we went downstairs and we saw her braiding. Approach Met- uh, I'm gonna take yes. it from you, approach Madalena, and then yes. are we all good? Are we yes. sure? Go for yeah, it. We're good. We can just cut that out. We're good. <laughs> Go yeah, for it. Yeah. Uh, Victor uh, approaches Madalena. He gives her back a, a polite and yet contained smile. Like he doesn't feel too comfortable being too kind to her because, like, that feels funky. So he says to her, "Good evening, ma'am. The talk I said I'd like to have with you earlier, if you're available, could we?" And he points like like away, basically implying like a more private space. Sure, of course. With Safria as well. Hi, Safria. Hi. Um, it's I'm glad to see that you're doing well. Yes. Um, I will. I'm just gonna listen in as well. All right. Uh, she turns to Alana and says, "Perhaps we'll save the rest of this for for another time." Yes. Alana, of course, looks very eager, and she goes off to to play with Cal. Um, and Melina lets the two of you lead the way. He just takes her to a more private place, like literally not in front of the child, kind of talk. Right, for sure, and for sure. Especially if there's like someone in the room, like the Bella Luna's in the main dining room where like you guys are talking right now. So if you guys yeah. maybe want to go to Madalena's room or Victor's yes. room or Safria's room, yeah, or Madalena, yeah, for, Madeline's for her room? comfort. And Victor basically leads the way to like her room, and as soon as they're alone, he looks at her, thinks a little bit about what he's gonna say gathers up his courage. Ma'am, I have news, and they're not very pleasant, I'm afraid, um, in regards to your disappearance about a month ago. She says, sure, of course, talk to me. I am known as an investigator, and your husband had contracted for me to find you and unfortunately i it's all right that she she kind of interrupts you because she thinks she knows where this is going and she says oh well i suppose i can't blame you for not finding me sooner the warehouse was, was guarded like a prison and how could you have possibly known about something so secretive i mean it's it's not your fault the issue lies with the fact that when i did not found you i've taken part on a scam of my own. I have been sending letters to your husband as if you were away in a trip. And not only that, but I have also suspicion that he was the one to tip you off to the council anyway, because he did not seem eager when I lied about finding you. Hey startling level of blankness on her face. From her outbursts in the warehouse, you might have expected her to lash out, to use her powers, to, to, to hit you or to hit something, uh, but she's just staring at you for a really long moment. And it takes maybe the longest minute of your life for her to finally speak. And you notice, Safria, that she's not looking at you at all she's just kind of zoned in on victor the blinders are up Mm -hmm. she says you know i have been 
angry and fighting for a month straight. I know I should be angry and I should be furious, really, and rye above I want to be. I want nothing more than to want to reprimand you, to shove you away and ask you if you knew what they would take from me. But I'm so tired. I'm so exhausted. And it's hard to want to fight when you've spent the past month just barely treading water. So I don't want to know how you tricked him or them. I don't want to know how my husband didn't figure out he'd been double-crossed somehow. I don't fucking care, Mr. Revent. But I'll tell you what I do care about. Do better. I want you to do better. Because no one deserves that. No one deserves what I've been through. And none of those people deserve to die there. They'll never get to hear your sad little apologies. So for some godforsaken reason, you have been given the gift of an incredible mind and maybe the heart of a capable investigator. Fucking act like it. <gasps> oh my god. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, she got your ass, my king. She got your ass. Oh, dude, she got your ass. And you see even the toll this little speech has taken on her. So Safri probably has better insight as to why, what with her whole religious crisis and all. You see someone who has nothing left to give, which is not to say that she doesn't care. She surely does, and she's told you as much. There's only so much a person can give before they just can't anymore. She looks between the two of you and she says, uh, excuse me for the outburst, but I think I would like to be alone for now. Excuse me. Um, all right. And I just take, I grab Victor by the arm and I fucking yank him out of the room. Oh, you're going to drag me along. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I I had words to say, but whatever. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no. Like, if you want to uh, say words, she, you can try to say words. No, no. Safria dragged me away. I'm going to take it as a blessing from whatever God exists in this realm <laughs> that is pertaining to luck. Oh, just going to okay. let her fucking go. Victor, he is. He isn't necessarily hiding his emotions, but the little speech, as hard as it was, he takes it with like, I don't, I don't want to say arrogance, but he doesn't take it completely because he also has a lot of feelings about that specific thing. So like, I think Sephiroth can see that he has things to say and that he is mad that isn't the word but like the general idea he's like he knows where madalena comes from but he still isn't very satisfied with the thing she said to him because like there's a lot of context there so he's quiet but he's like visibly dissatisfied that's the word i was looking for yeah i've and and you get the sensation that this might have just been like the the knee-jerk reaction to what she heard and you get a sense that you might get you might get further if you talk to her later like maybe mm -hmm. a day or so from now instead yeah. of instead of yeah because it's just emotions are high she's tired it takes time to set in the shock and whatnot yeah i just stole her identity her her reaction was tame <laughs> do you want to talk about it i am not even entirely sure of what's to say she's right uh, of course to some degree uh, she's also wrong to a very high degree 
there's a lot more to this whole situation than just what she knows or what I've told you. To some extent, I would like to comfort her, to tell her that not all is lost, that she could easily go back to her previous life, not with the whole torturing shit, just to her husband, maybe, even though I don't think that's a good idea. The guy's legit an asshole. But I had things to say to her, but I don't think this is the best time right now, obviously. I mean, I think there's a lot that she doesn't know about everyone's situation. There's a lot that I don't know about your situation, a lot that you don't know about mine, and either of us know about July's. I mean, it's not black and white. So, I mean, like, give her time to sort it out, maybe. And that might be weeks, and that might be tomorrow. Yeah. But she is mom rage right now. Like, old lady rage. I don't think you're getting through to that. That 25-year-old old lady rage. Jesus old lady rage. Christ. Yes, the ancient 26-year-old. <laughs> Victor just nods. He's like, he's kind of quiet because he's like thoughtful of the things she said. And he looks at Safri and he's like, I don't know if it matters to you, but I'm trying to do better. This is my doing better. I honestly, if I was like 15 right now, I wouldn't have talked to her at all. The the knife is usually a very, very easy option. If I was so, 15, I'd be on fire in a ditch somewhere, probably, instead of <laughs> here talking to you. So, did you ever catch fire before? Is, is that like, no, I mean, not as a magical fire. Is it like normal? You said you'd be on fire. I mean, like, yeah, like, someone else's fire, not mine, probably. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot more sense. Or mine. Um, It's very complicated. But the point is, is we're not 15. Exactly. And we're trying to do better. Except for when I blew up at July, but she was being annoying, so I can blow up at her sometimes. I think, I imagine they don't stop at her door talking about it. They're, like, walking and talking. Walking, I I probably take you i probably pull you back into my room if we're like having a conversation okay fair enough. we're not just like standing in the hallway being like i think july's being annoying (laughs) no of course i told mateos that you and i are we're the same brand of bitch and i think july is unlike us in which there's a lot of machinations inside of our head that she doesn't understand maybe Maybe she's not trying, uh, not maybe, she's certainly not trying to be annoying, but it's like it's like teaching a child that she can't have everything she wants and that the world is harsh and sometimes people starve. So um, it's like hard truths that I think we will have to introduce to her slowly because otherwise the reaction will be that. Yeah, I mean, I she's you, certainly the kindest of us. It's just like, God, so kind. <laughs> Honestly, terrifying the thought that someone may just use her for that. Yeah. Just, oh, help me. And then, boom, <laughs> terrible things happening to a lot of people because she decided to help someone. Um, right. Yeah, I think, I think she can learn from us just like we can learn from her. 
maybe apologize to her later. Not not just you, I too, because I lied about a lot of shit. But... Yeah, yeah. I think us three, if we're gonna start doing this for a while instead of just like a week, we need to start being friends <laughs> instead of just being people that we kind of sit in the same hotel with. That's gonna be hard. Yeah. <laughs> You're an what asshole you sometimes. Uh, just me? We're both the same brand of bitch. So, yes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could use that to our advantage. You know, instead of infighting, we just complain about I'll other fight. people sometimes. Yeah. We, we don't actually fight, but I have been slanderous to you a few times. <laughs> just parrots. But I, I can aim my meaningness at other folks if it would make us bond. Exactly. I, I laugh and I like reach kind of my hand out for like a handshake. I'm like, we're going to start over. <laughs> he shakes her hand. Starting over, we are. Nice. <laughs> that was cute. That was cute. Two girl bosses. <laughs> Gaslight gatekeep girl, girl boss. boss. So uh, just quick clarification july you were in your room victor and safria where are you going after this conversation um i think i don't like i don't know i think i might just like stay in my room like hang out with like so will put my stuff that i bought away that kind of stuff okay that's fair like read um, a little victor would leave safria's room and i think i want to mess with the the cool stuff I got, the magic item. I want to see if I can like either attune to it or connect my magic to it somehow. I'll, I want magic item, monkey bringle. Okay. You, <laughs> you, uh, you dedicate a half an hour or so uh, to attune yourself to this item and you feel, you don't feel Cabras there because Cabras did say he would kind of be, be gone for a few days. He was not gone, gone, but like he was doing some things, whatever the fuck that means for Cabras. But you do feel the magic that he has sort of bestowed upon you instinctually reach out towards this sort of focus, like this warlock focus, uh, and welcomes it gladly. Yes. Incredible. July, do you go anywhere else after the thing that happened? Um, I think July... Is just in her room. I think honestly, because she doesn't know what to do with herself if she's not trying to help someone or fishing. So honestly, I think she goes to sleep. <laughs> okay, you you get a short rest out of the deal because you you've taken a nap. Safria, you eventually within the next half an hour, hour or so, get a knock on your door. I kind of just like I don't know if I could like druid craft the door open, but I'm just like a little like a little flick of the open the door. <laughs> Yeah, sure. I'll say for, for shits and giggles. Um, you get uh, Arlena Festina uh, and she says, well, I, I made the appointment with, with Talon. We'll have the tailor shop to ourselves tonight. And I figured we'd, we'd draw less attention that way, especially because I wanted to try to bring Madalena and Alana since they, you know, they deserve their own clothing, especially if they'll be staying here. Of course. Um, yeah, perfect. I couldn't find the rest of your, your friends or I didn't want to bother them you sounded awake in here uh so if you want to relay that to them or um could i relay yeah, that to them of course i think i don't know where victor is exactly but i think i saw july go into her bedroom okay would you like me to go or you to go or um i can go okay i'll 
look around for for Victor. But perfect, thank you. Incredible. And I like get up, close the book, perch Salil on my shoulder, or no, I write, I rip a page out of like a notebook, scrawl, going to the tailors tonight. Period. Put it in Salil's mouth and have him fly it and like peck on her door. All right. Um, I can't read. Yes. <laughs> That's that's exactly okay. Great. No, I want to. It makes me barf though. Yes, for the fun of this. Oh no, um, July, you hear a little. I open the door. Salil is there with a very singed parchment in his mouth. All right, gonna see if I can read it. That's a fucking. <laughs> that is one short of what I needed to be able to read it. So I'm like, oh, like Safria sent me a note, and then it makes me throw up on myself, and I don't know what it says, and I'm like. Did she send that because she's mad at me? She wanted to make me sick or? <laughs> uh, you see Salil like kind of squawk and, and like jump back because he doesn't want to get thrown up on. Respect. And. A baby, my bird. He doesn't really know what to do. Like he's waiting maybe if you're like going to send a message back or if you're going to dismiss him. Um, I just stare at him. <laughs> Safra, you don't get Salil back for a very long time because <laughs> Just for an hour and a half. <laughs> There's just a staring contest between this bird and July. <laughs> no, I um I like, like I clean blinking. up the mess and then um I'm like, I don't know, like I've been napping for a little bit. So I think I'm just like, I'm gonna go to I tell I look at the bird and I say, I'm going downstairs. I don't know if you want to tell Safria. I don't I don't know why this is happening or what the note said. So but I'm going downstairs. Okay. Uh, so after kind of hearing that and mildly understanding it, Salil just kind of like flaps back to your room, perches on like the desk and gives you like the, that little bird, like headcock of confusion. Oh, okay. Good. Good boy. <laughs> I just got to put him on my shoulder. That's and so Go downstairs. <laughs> Truly this bird did not know what to do with himself. July, uh, you run into Mateus, who's kind of giving you a wide berth because he, he kind of he gets the vibe that like you're not you're maybe not feeling so hot uh but he's like hey how you how, how you holding up there i'm fine i took a nap how are you uh oh i'm i'm good put my put my things away uh but uh you seem uh like stressed like kind of freaked which is fine. You're totally allowed to feel however you need to feel. Uh, I was just wondering if you want some help dealing with that. I guess I don't really understand what you mean. Um, well, the, mm, he's like, I wasn't eavesdropping, not intentionally, but I did just hear yelling in general. I don't know what it was about. There was not yelling, but I, I heard intense conversation uh, to say the least. And uh, you know, you don't have to tell me anything about it. You don't owe me anything for sure. But like, I was, if you want to, sometimes there's less stakes talking to someone you don't know incredibly well. I mean, it's fine. Just Safri and Victor, like don't trust me and that's fine. They don't have to. I just like, I thought they did and I was wrong. So make an insight check. With advantage. <gasps> nat 20. A 17 and a nat 20, which is ridiculously well for me, considering how much God likes me. So true. Um, July, you look at Mateus and you see, like you see a flush rise to his cheeks. You see, 
you see anger in his eyes, but it's not directed at you. And you can tell that for certain, even, even with the way you have a difficulty sometimes perceiving how other people feel and where it's directed, you know that Mateus is not angry at you. And you see him thinking if he should say something or not, but he, he, he says, I, I don't know if you know how incredibly refreshing your blunt, straightforward honesty is. Truly, I don't, July. I don't think you know, because I think that's all you've ever known, but that's something the rest of us don't know. And I don't know if you ever doubted this, and I don't want you to. There's nothing wrong with you. There is just something deeply wrong with the rest of us. I'm going to throw myself out the window. (laughs) And I, I would love to offer someone that can be entirely honest with you, because I know that's not something you get frequently, and I have nothing to hide from you, and that doesn't make me, say, a, a better person than Victor or Safria, at least not inherently, but it does mean you can ask me questions, and I'll give you direct answers, no bullshit, and I'm not going to ask for the same from you, though I know you offer the truth pretty freely. Ask me anything, in, in, or if you need honesty in return. You like Safria? Yes. And I like you. Like, no, but like, do you, do you like, like Safria? Yes. And I like, like you. What? Are you ill? (laughs) More well than I've been in a long time. (gasps) And I will say, I will say just in case with your nat 20 insight, you can tell that Every statement he is saying, even without a zone of truth, is 100% honesty. And you see that this boldness is fueled by a a sort of righteous fury on your behalf. (laughs) Emmett is... (laughs) Dude, my dick is hard. (laughs) You guys can see my face is going like red. I can see it. Me and July are having like a panic session at our diner booth right now, just like banging on the table with our forks and screaming. <laughs> Do you like like everyone that you're not like family with? No. Like I don't like like Catherine. Catherine's a good friend, but I don't like like her. I don't like like uh, Opal or Onyx or or Pearl, the uh, Talon's daughters. I don't. <laughs> um new npcs new npc drop um i uh i don't like like this is it's a relatively new thing why do you like like safria because she's brilliant and 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 clever and could probably burn me alive if she wanted to not that that's something i'm attracted to but they're there's some level of, I don't know what's about her. Okay, well, that doesn't make sense then because I'm like none of, I'm not any of that. Hey, dad, I have a question. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> um, <laughs> Your mouth? You were kissing that mic. You were kissing that mic. <laughs> yes, dad. Like? Um, <laughs> is this at the point where I'm coming down the stairs? I'm going to say... Can I roll a luck check? <laughs> no, Mateus will roll a luck check because this is his ass on the line. Please! Also, can I say, like, Trin just straight up going, Dad, and Alyssa going, 
yes. Like, she didn't <laughs> I'm, I'm used to it at this point. Everything. You're our daddy master or own oh, Anthony. No, don't do that. Never call me daddy again. Anyway, I will kill you. What was that luck check, King? I did. Um, and on that now one, yes, you do come <gasps> down the stairs. No, as, as he is professing your mouth. Yes, I like like. Safria, yes, I like like July. These are the reasons I like like as, Safria. As I hear, yes, I like like Safria. Can I like hide and like listen? Make a uh, not deception. The other one, stealth. Please God, not fucking God. One. <laughs> I never ask for much, God. Please. <laughs> that's just not true. Fuck. That's eleven. Uh, he sees you. Fuck. And on my passive per- my passive perception i also like i know that she's there i think you hear someone creaking down the stairs but you don't see her because like your back is maybe right like, yeah yeah. The stairs and, yeah but i but still he- heard everything you said you yeah. still heard everything he said uh mateus has seen you but he has not backed down from this conversation he's still looking at july i'm just gonna stand here bitch oh i'm gonna stand here and listen <laughs> i know you're we both know you're there you can't see me I turn around. <laughs> I look at Mateus. I'm like, are you like embarrassed about any of this? He he shrugs and he's like, would I have liked to have told both of you about my little crush maybe at a more opportune time? Sure. Uh, but I'm I'm not embarrassed by how I feel and I'm not embarrassed about communicating. If this is something that maybe will be more comfortable for you in private, we can do that, but and I'm also, Stop. just to be clear, I'm not at the L word place yet. The four letter letter L word. That doesn't help you, July. You can't spell. Um, <laughs> the, al- the alternative to like-like, the, 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 the step three. Love. Yeah, thank you. That uh, word. Not, not in that place yet. This is still a crush, so to speak. But yeah, I'm, I'll happily admit that I like like both of you, so make of that what you will Hmm. well um i came down here to find victor (laughs) so i'm going to do that but i hope to see you after the dance and i leave the room looking forward to it And and he lets you leave uh and he looks back at you july and he says uh so um if you have any more questions what i was originally going to propose because you look so stressed the fuck out is well i know you're not a, a, a like a tactile person uh you're not a touchy person uh but i was wondering if you've ever had your hair braided because i was you know it's something i enjoy and it's something i'm good at and i was wondering if you'd be interested sure cool uh your room or mine july bars <laughs> um <laughs> He like, I think, hold on, let me make a text. <laughs> no, he tries to go grab you a trash can and like, um, he doesn't stumble, but he just doesn't get to it in time. He and then I like look at him after I puked and I'm like, did you change your mind? No, you all have nervous ticks. Yours is just nervous puking. You want me to clean that up? No, I got it. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, I guess we can go to your room or whatever. He, he, he's like, I'll meet you up there. And uh, uh, when you finally finish cleaning up and, and go up to his room, uh, you notice 
so many knickknacks that line his walls and fill his shelves, gorgeous pottery and beaded tapestries, sun catchers and homemade candles, all in varying styles. And these all look like things you get at the Orlin market. He's practically made his room into like an Orlin art gallery. You see him reaching for one particular object, a round piece of rose quartz, and mutters something into it that you can't understand, and then turns to you, is there any background noise you like in particular? I would assume the waves of Tippert, since that's where your home is for you, but I don't like making assumptions very often. I don't need any noise. You can play whatever you want. Oh, uh, and... You hear like the the instrumental to a song you you don't recognize. Sounds like some sort of a tavern ditty, but you can't tell. Uh, it's it's very faint, like truly background noise. And he says, uh, a gift from Mama from when I was very, very young. From when she found me, actually. I watched her enchant it. It was really an incredible thing to see for a six or seven year old, something like that. They found you? Yeah. I thought you were like their kid. I feel like there's a lesson in biology that needs to occur some sometime <laughs> eventually, but not what? right now. Um, come from Google search. I'm personally not one that feels like they're going to have the talk with you of where do babies come from. If you want that to happen, I can do that. But <laughs> oh my god, Jalan doesn't know what sex is. <laughs> oh no! How did she know? <laughs> Well, I think that I think that her grandfather, like, I think he told her he's like when two people like love each other, like, you know, they like are physically intimate and they have a kid. I don't think he felt that he needed to specify like, like a stereotypical when two people love each other very much, they have a baby. And it's just like that's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And I think like I don't think he did it as like I think it was just a thing of like. He was like, I'm, this is the basics. He's like, if you want to know more, I'll tell you. And July was like, no, I don't care. <laughs> like, July so was handed this, the American Girl doll book. <laughs> yeah, July was handed the American Girl doll book and never read it because she didn't care. She has no idea sex is. She thinks that like there have to be two people together to have a child. Mm. Like knows nothing about like the gender or like the sex of of any of that in july's brain is like there's two people together and they kiss romantically and then they have a baby yeah she's like i assume they have to kiss for like longer than like 10 minutes like i don't (laughs) know maybe they cast a spell or something but like it's any two people who really care about each other who could be in the same room for a certain period of time and do something and then they come out (laughs) and then one of them is pregnant yeah Fascinating. It's a roulette of which one. Yeah, exactly. She's like, it's always like, if it's a guy and a girl, it's like always the girl. Like, is, what, are the st- what are the stats on that? <laughs> uh, he, he he says, yeah, no, I was I was found as, as a child, pretty young. Um, and I, I don't really remember much. I, I remember having a dad, which is weird now to think about. Um, I remember being one of those panhandling beggars on the street. I remember the first time he had me steal something. Uh, I remember never having enough. I remember him going out somewhere and never coming back. I remember waiting in an alley for days, or at least it's what it felt like before mom found me. But uh, what's past is past, you know? And, do, you, you know? do you steal because it reminds you of your dad? Oh, 
And suddenly you see some things connect for him. And I'm going to say this nat 20 crosses over because it was simply so perfectly timed. He he realizes that you saw him pickpocket that council's guard, uh, or that councilsman, excuse me. He says, uh, oh, so, so you, you saw that. That's why you stopped. Yeah, everyone except Afria saw that. Okay. Uh, well, clearly the guardsman didn't because I got away with it. And he winks at you, but um, makes a lot more sense now, actually. Um, I'm sorry if that upset you, but I'm not sorry for doing it. And no, not because it reminds me of my dad. I don't even know what he looks like really now thinking about it. I imagine something like me, but I don't. I couldn't tell you for sure. I mean, yeah, I don't know it. I don't know anything about my dad either, so... He says, no, I don't, I don't steal. I mean, I used to steal because I needed to, because that was the only way I could live. Um, and, and now, why would I put that skill to waste when people are starving and the government is doing nothing to help them when mothers are selling their children to the council for God's know what, just to put food on the table? I'll be damn sure I'm doing all I can. Maybe that makes me a, a semi-bad person. For not caring so much who I steal from, so long as it's a noble or a councilman, but you do what you gotta do. Yeah, totally. Does that make you look at me differently? No, because, I don't know, you're doing it because you think it's the right thing to do. And I think that sometimes, like, there are things that it's, like, objectively, like, this is the right thing to do or that's the right thing to do. Um, But I feel like this is a circumstance where it's kind of up in the air you think you're doing the right thing. And I like you more than the council's men, so siding with you. So glad I hopped over that very low bar. Would you like to take a seat? And he pulls out like a, a he, he gestures to like this rug that he has in the center of his floor. Sure, I sit down and I like take the hair tie out of my hair. And after just like a day, my hair is so matted again that like it, it again very much like keeps like the ponytail shape <laughs> maybe a little less than it did before but it's still pretty bad uh you you see him start to move around this room and he pulls like a comb he pulls like a, a spray of, of some sort you're not quite sure what it is and he pulls over his desk chair behind you and sits so that each leg is kind of like on either side of you and he goes to start brushing and he, he waits and he says is this am i am i cool to yeah to go um, yeah and he he starts brushing and you feel just like this gentle tugging sensation against your scalp. Um, he's humming under his breath along with the song you don't recognize until he starts talking and he says, you know, I, I, I used to have hair as, as long as yours, maybe longer than yours. Actually, it's been a while though. And he trails a long time ago, maybe nine, 10 years. And he trails a single finger down your spine and then settles it three quarters of the way down your back. Probably about that long until I asked to get a cut. It just wasn't the right fit. Right. Just because, I don't know, my hair is kind of a lot to deal with. That's why I just leave it up and I never mess with it. So do you want a haircut? I don't like, no, I don't really care that much. Okay. Well, do you want me to finish braiding it? Yeah. I'm not saying like, oh, I hate the idea of somebody doing this thing for me. It's just like my grandfather didn't know how to braid and, um, and if my mom did, she like didn't teach me. My grandfather's really good with knots, but he could just never, he could never get the braiding down, which I don't know, funny. It is interesting. It's, it's a similar skill and you, you feel him like continue brushing and, and, you know, detangling. There's not a lot of pain involved, surprisingly, because your hair 
is so matted, but like whatever he's spraying seems to be working. And also there's, he's just using the most gentle hands. And he says, I've talked a lot about me. Is there, is there anything you want to talk about? Anything you need to, to get off your chest? And whatever you say, it stays with me. I, after the kind of like conversation that I had with Safria and Victor, I asked Elior if I should leave. What did they say? They said no. Well, um, I can't say I'm not a little glad for that. I like having you here. Well, you're biased because like you're unwell or something. Um, <laughs> I promise you I'm perfectly sound and sane. I just like beautiful people when I see them. Bro. <laughs> Look at my boy going Dude, he's shooting his fucking shot. game. <laughs> he's got game. This, game. Boy, this boy is drunk on on this sort of like this righteous anger that it's it's the anger that you felt, Safria, of like, how could anyone do this person wrong when they've been so good their entire life? Um, and have had such shitty circumstances and are still so good. It's mm-hmm. it's he's drunk off of honesty and righteous fury. Um, and that is what's making him so bold truthfully I just like I don't I don't know I guess it's hard because like I've never really had friends before but I've also never to my knowledge I've never like liked a person and I don't know I guess I just always see like people in pairs so it's like never occurred to me that you could like more than one person at a time he he shrugs and he's like I'll admit that it's not entirely common but i i think perhaps i might be more familiar with it because uh my moms have invited thirds once or twice <gasps> hey, <yo. laughs> when is it my turn <laughs> <laughs> me the player <laughs> yeah can you make an npc named trinity who's like just arlena Bella my Luna's full third. first middle and last name my social security number is like my my class Mm-hmm. oh my god your address is your background so true <laughs> oh my god um that he says yeah I, I think i might be more familiar with the topic because I, I i've been exposed to it but there's you know there's certainly nothing wrong with with either form of love do you do you just like girls no i like girls guys neither neither well like, uh, Eliora is a gender-neutral deity, at least in the way that I've heard them referred to. Right, um, but that's like a god thing. Like, only gods are allowed to do that. No, it's just a gender thing. You can do you can do whatever you'd like. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> if there's, for example, if you, July, said, I would like to be referred to with they, them pronouns. You can do that, and people should respect it. And if they don't respect it, then they have shit to deal with from me. That's well, why would I ask problem. that? Why would you ask that? Because it's yeah. something that it would be something that makes you happy. And I know you don't do a lot of things for you, but you know, I think everyone needs to once in a while. I mean, I guess it just like it doesn't mean anything to me. Like the the words, the language that's used to refer to me. I feel like. You're an actions person. Actions speak louder than words. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, I guess it just doesn't 
like if I wanted to be called a boy or something, like, I don't know, I don't think that would make me feel any differently than I do now. Or if I was, I don't know, like if I, if I was something else outside of those two things, it just, I don't feel any connection to like she, her, or I guess like a feminine identity, but that's not because I feel connected to anything else. Does that make sense? Perfect sense. And you're fully allowed that if, if you have, if you have no preference for anything at all, I'm just saying, I guess for you, it wouldn't be like a pronoun thing for you. It'd be like a fashion choice, I suppose. Like what, what type of dress you, you would like to be perceived with. And that can vary from day to day, moment to moment, but. So you still like me, even though like, I'm not like, I'm not a normal like girl. None of you are normal. No one is normal. I'm not normal. Um, I don't even think I know what normal is anymore. But um, I do know that, yeah, I still like you. I still like Safria, no matter your your gender presentation or otherwise. How did you like learn about this stuff? Did, I'm assuming Bella Luna and Arlena taught you? You feel hesitation on his end. And he's like, well, yeah, I I guess I I knew a little because I experienced some of it. But it's... um, you transed your gender? <laughs> he says, yeah, kind of. And he, he, and he says, look, turn around. And he takes a brush out of your hair. And he pulls up like the bottom of his t-shirt and you see two pink scars on <gasps> his pectoral muscles. No. Yes. If God hate, hates gays, why do I keep winning? <laughs> I love that. I love my, uh, my baby. Yes. Emmett is elated. July's like, oh my god, what happened? <laughs> um, are you okay? The taste is no, no. I'm, I'm totally fine. I, I chose this. Um, so he's like, you have those, and he gestures uh-huh. to like the chest area, and he's like, I used to have those, and I decided I didn't want them anymore. So, I, so I talked to my moms who were very accepting um, and allowed me to, to get a, a sort of procedure done. Is that why you got like your hair cut short too? Cause it yeah. did yeah. Yeah. like it uh, wasn't right. Yeah. The, the hair got cut short first because you know, they don't really want children. That is easier. I, yeah. And they don't really want children in surgery. And before, before I, you know, kind of cut the, the front part off. I, uh, I did uh, what's called chest binding. He, he pulls out like from a drawer, like uh, a drawer of just like some binders that he had set aside that he doesn't use anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and like a, a variation of like neutral colors. And he's like, I used to use these and, and like, you know, they can hurt like hell. They kind of suck, actually. Um, <laughs> they, they don't feel good. But um, I think this was a better safer long-term thing for me at least. right but, you know other people might think differently about that some people don't want the permanence of the removal is his like shirt still pulled up um no not anymore he like he he put it down to like go open the drawer but like he still sees you like staring and he's like do you want to like do you want to keep looking I, I guess is this can i touch it if you would like yeah it's not any different from any other scar yeah, I like reach a hand out and I <laughs> and I just kind of like run my finger along it and I'm like, when did like when did this when did you get this done? Maybe like three years ago. All right, 16. Cool. Yeah, I like 
<laughs> I don't think Jelaine knows what else to say. I think she's just like sitting and like looking up at him. Uh, he he continues. He, he kind of like um, very gently kind of like guides your head back in the position that you were and, and start, continues to do his braids. And he says, yeah, if you if you were ever interested in something like that, I could tell you the guy I went to. Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I only started thinking about this like two minutes ago. So. No, yeah. Please don't make any rash permanent decisions, um, especially if they're inspired by me. But uh, as sucky and shitty as this continent may be, there is a lot that you can do on it if you have the right coin for it. Yeah, I don't, if somebody is like you and Tippert, I don't know them. But also to be fair, I don't really like know many people in Tippert that well. And there aren't that many, I think, like, I think that there are like some like queer people there, but it just kind of like isn't talked about. And like, I think it's like July growing up, like knows that there's a difference between like queer people and straight people, but like, it's never, it's never like occurred to her to like separate them into those categories. And so like, she should, this is her intro to queer theory. Like she's literally just never talked about it before. Uh, You know, if you decide at any point that you have any more questions about me or, or about the things that I did involving that, you can you can ask. It's, if there's anything to be an open book about, that's definitely one of them. Yeah, um, I just have I just have one question. Sure. Like, do you want me to let you pick Safria over me? I'm I'm sorry. Like, you know, you, you, like, you can like two people, but you can only, like, be with one. No. Okay. I've, I've, I've made a mistake in communicating. I do apologize for that because that wasn't, I wasn't very clear and I should have been more clear. I like both of you simultaneously. And I would not mind dating you both simultaneously. What? That is okay by me. And it's okay if you and That's Safria. <laughs> and it's okay. Wow. <laughs> you can't do that. What? No. Dude, that's gay. <laughs> that's against Jesus. <laughs> Elior comes down and says, no. That's <laughs> 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 only. <laughs> you, Mateus says, I wouldn't mind, yeah, I wouldn't mind dating both simultaneously. And that doesn't mean that you two have to date each other. I sure hope we don't have to date each other. Safri doesn't like me. What? Oh my God. No, 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 no. Hold on. Oh yeah. He's like, no, that's not, that is absolutely not true. And I'm not sure where you got that from, but no, she's kind of all over you. Not gonna lie. (laughs) Trin is screaming. I see this. Trin is getting up oh, and <laughs> Trinity's having a stroke. <laughs> solid ass moment right there. Oh my god. Welcome back. Oh my Why? god. No, that man read you for Phil for sure. Exposed. I got up for everyone. I got up and I didn't want to scream because my, my sweet little baby cat is asleep and I cannot wake her. So I god. like silent screamed. <laughs> Oh my god. But she was like just mad at me. You can be mad at people and still like them. I was briefly still kind of mad at Safria, but that doesn't mean I don't still like her. 
you can have like more than two feelings about the same person <laughs> yes the, the 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 human heart is very is very complex complex concept and and yeah you can definitely feel mad sad happy at anyone you so please okay that actually does clear some things up well i'm glad that that could help yeah um like safria knows and kind of didn't say anything is that like i don't know how do you feel about that he he shrugs he says it's a lot to unload on someone and i knew that as i was doing it but um you know and she doesn't owe me an answer either way and you don't owe me an answer either way or right now you can think about it you can sleep on it it's okay if the answer is no you don't owe me your feelings no one does really is he like done braiding my hair? Uh, he's at the very end. He's like tying it up at the end. You start to feel like this uh, elegant like fishtail braid that goes all the way down. Mm-hmm. So he he like ties off the end of the braid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I look around and I stand up like while he's still sitting. So I'm taller than him. Mm-hmm. And I lean down and I get really close to his face. And I'm just like, it looks good. And then I get up and I leave. <laughs> Mateus, stunned, dazed, confused, bright red in the face. <laughs> like when you were that close, you felt the heat of his face on like your <laughs> And you think maybe you hear briefly like, holy fuck. The <laughs> <laughs> um, horniest episode. This, this absolutely yes. is. So yeah, um, is there anything anyone wants to do before this evening, before they go to... Um, Anybody else want to have gay sex? <laughs> <laughs> Thank God none of you chose to be minors. This would have been so bad. God. Nah, bitch, I'm a major. <laughs> Trin, you're getting put on death row. <laughs> hey, let's cancel Trin on Twitter after this one. No! <laughs> are we, are we... I don't... I think I have anything to do. Okay. <laughs> also, Victor, while this has happened, Arlena relayed like the same message to you about like, oh, the Taylor's tonight. Blah, oh, blah, I went blah, after, blah. after I like went to go find Victor to like talk to him. Be like, yeah, we're like the Taylor. Like, what do you think you're gonna wear? Like, like, are we gonna match? Like shit like that. Like, oh yeah. Oh my yeah. like, <laughs> so cute. Yes. Great. That evening, when it has gotten dark, you all travel to the Falcon's Finery, uh, Alana and Madalena included. The Falcon's Finery has a sign that reads the shop's name with a single bronze feather underlining the name, and the shaft of the feather looks like it turns into a sewing needle with a line of black thread coming out of it. Um, You enter, and you are met with a tall 60-year-old half-orc wearing a vermilion velveteen suit. Yes! with a cavalier hat to match. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but it's like that old timey. Uh, think of like, this will mean nothing to you guys probably, but like the season two Yaskier hat with the feather in it. Shut. <laughs> Wait. Yes. With the like. Oh. It, it's it's those like old timey like. I'm a, is it cavalier hat? Yeah. Uh, cavalier hat, yeah. Is that, yeah. it's the musketeer's hat, like from. Yes, from the, thank you. Fucking- it, it was popular in like the 17th from Barbie century. and the Three Musketeers. Yes. Yeah. Oh, like from Barbie and the Three Musketeers. <laughs> yeah, you need to get on ever. You need to get on my trends level of references. And no, I know for no. our audience um, who are not Barbie and the Three Musketeers cord. 
it's just like imagine like a very wide brimmed hat but one side is pushed up and the side that's not pushed up has like a big feather in it yes accurate so yeah, a velveteen suit with cavalier it's what hat. it's what um I'm so sorry. No, you're good. It's, you I didn't it's know you're what uh, Puss in Boots wears. Yes, I should have used that. That was good. The Puss in Boots hat. It's the Puss in Boots hat for sure. It matches that same vermilion suit color with a lavender uh, feather coming out of the side. Uh, and he tips his hat and smiles at all of you and says, "Talon Bark, uh, my dear friends, a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I hear you are in the market for some eye-catching ensembles for the council's gala. Well, never fear, you'll find only the fine." at the Falcon's Finery. Myself and my family will happily help you uh, with what you're looking for. Uh, You see three half-orc young women come out from the back. The oldest looking of the three, probably in her early 30s, holds an enormous looking ledger in her hands and a quill. Uh, She's wearing shades of purple and blue trousers and that poet-style blouse. Um, It's like that, it's kind of like a pirate shirt is, is what you might think of. She says, hi there, I'm Opal, and I can take folks' measurements when they get a second. Mrs. and Mrs. Cestina, Mateus and Victor, we already have your measurements down, and you can browse as you see fit. Uh, who would like to step up first? Um, I'll go. Great. Fabria is um, taking charge. Yes. Opal uh, takes you, starts doing your measurements. You see Mateus slip away into the back to look for a suit for himself. Uh, Arlena also goes to take a look around, but Bella Luna stays behind and, and is kind of like, I'd, I'd rather make sure you guys are settled before I go looking around. This is more her thing than mine. The youngest Bark girl, maybe 13 or so, uh, approaches uh, you, July, uh, in a dress adorned in pastel pinks and blues and like cream whites. And she says, hi, I, I, I'm Pearl. I can I can take measurements too. And I'd be happy to show you around. You're new here, aren't you? We don't get a lot of new people around here. And the middle child, who seems to be in like her mid-20s, apparently Onyx, uh, approaches and places a hand on her back. She has this sort of like emo grunge look about her and this is only emphasized by the jet black raven that has perched on her shoulder oh um, and has not moved the whole time it's been on her shoulder and she says easy pearl you're gonna scare them off with all of that unbridled enthusiasm my name is july and these are the only clothes i own <laughs> i've never i've never been I don't, I, I don't know what's going on. I'm just going to be honest. That's kind of my thing. Pearl says, no, no problem. We can, we can fix that right now. Um, and she pulls out like a, a tape measure and looks at you and says, do I, do I have permission to start doing measurements? Yes, July says, and she doesn't move because she doesn't understand what that means. <laughs> And you see Pearl kind of uh, lead you every step of the way, uh, not touching you as she's gesturing, but like motioning kind of for like, oh, you move your arms here, you put your legs here. And, and she, she's being gentle as possible, but she, you can tell she's very nervous. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Onyx is kind of like, this is her first time on the floor in a while. Um, this is my first time on the floor, period. So a perfect match then, kiddo. And she kind of gives you like the lightest, like, punch on the shoulder not realizing like the the gentle touch thing like that's not onyx's thing she's like can i roll like some sort of saving throw to not scream <laughs> straight wisdom you. saving throw nice. how bad was that nice uh that's a nat five so an 11 yeah i don't think that's gonna cut it ah. um Hey, easy. I didn't. I didn't mean anything. But and you see, no, it's okay. You see, like Bella Luna, like posts up, and she's like, "What is going on?" No, like, it's I fine. Turn as well. 
No, it's I'm I'm sorry. She I just wasn't I wasn't ready. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Do I need to go outside? I can leave. Um, no. The Onyx is like no. You stay. My bad. I didn't I didn't know, but I shouldn't have assumed. Sorry. I guess. No, it's okay. I'm bad. I'm. This is awful. <laughs> Uh, Pearl's like you didn't. You didn't do anything wrong. It's it's, it's okay. It's really um. And and she continues very gingerly taking your measurements, making sure that she's telling you like what part of your body she's about to touch. Um, as she's going through these measurements, uh, Bella Luna's kind of set at ease, realizing this is like the normal touch thing, and not like oh someone's trying to hurt you. Even though she knows these people, she's still very you know on guard. Onyx also um to you, Safria, kind of, like, admires uh, your gloves that you have on um, and just gives, like, this kind of vague nod of appreciation and then this, like, nice. I nod back at her, like, thank you. So once you guys are all measured, you're you're sort of um, allowed to browse, uh, although the newbies are, uh, you and, and Safria are kind of asked to, like, maybe stay with someone just so you can have some guidance like going through like the store selection is there anyone you gravitate towards to like help I'm you out standing imme- I'm standing right behind Zafra being like can you please just pick something for me I'm so frightened I don't like it here <laughs> um oh um okay yeah um yes people touched me and there are so many bad like texture feelings mm-hmm. all right just stay in the middle of the aisle don't touch the dresses we will thank you thank you I think Victor would like do his best to accompany them because he knows they're not familiar with the store. Yeah, we. I, I go towards Victor. Yeah, he like He's walking around in a big clump. <laughs> yeah. like the aisles are so Anytime she feels <laughs> velvet. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Onyx steps back, guessing that perhaps maybe her presence might not be welcome after she has bro punched the the person with sensory issues. Uh. <laughs> Uh, Pearl also is going to take a step back because she's mildly uncomfortable. So y'all are just kind of like following Opal, the oldest around. I do smile at Onyx though. Uh, she, she gives like a, a little smirk back and you see, uh, her raven kind of like ruffles its feathers. Hey, yo. <laughs> I think, so. I think Salil kind of just like, Wah! like in my cloak. I'm like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we're not, are we letting Salil out? Are you keeping, you keeping it? I think he's in my cloak, but I think like he can tell there's another bird nearby he's like oh a friend ah uh, yes 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 okay understood as you all are, are browsing through these uh clothes of all sizes and styles um make a perception check for me i got a nat 20 plus 7 27 oh <gasps> holy shit is, is it just wisdom or is it like perception or something it's perception okay that's a nine Okay, so nine, net 20. We're level three, right? You guys are. Okay, sorry. Um, I got a 17. Okay, so um, July and Safria, uh, you catch from the corner of your eye, Talon and Arlena are having a rather heated conversation in low whispers. You hear Talon say, Arlena, I, I know, you know how much I love you and your family, but there are lines that not even I can cross. Are you aware? And she responds immediately, quite aware, thank you, and you will treat them no differently than you've ever treated me or Bells or Mateus. You told me you don't ask questions. That's what you said. And Talon says, I don't need to ask when I know the answer. I know that you're harboring a stolen child, a countess that should be an equable, and two girls accused of murdering councilsmen. I don't need that raining down on my head. I have a family to think about. Oh, 
She says, you turn them away and I promise you, you will never see even a copper from me or my wife ever again. And wouldn't that be a shame? How many folks in this city can afford you, friend? Oh, Oh, get his ass. And you all see Talon walk away towards the back for Victor, who didn't catch the conversation. You do still see like the irritation on Talon's face, though you don't really know the cause. Mm-hmm. So that conversation has happened. Um, let me just roll some checks real quick. I look at Delia and I raise my eyebrows. I'm like, we, I, everyone, this place has evil fabric and people are mad. This is, this is hell. I mean, hell. <laughs> uh, you- she doesn't, she like accidentally touches velvet and like screams. <laughs> like she rubs it, the, she rubs it one way. She's like, ooh. And then she accidentally does the thing where she rubs the velvet the wrong way. Um, and she literally screams. You all do see that uh, Onyx and Opal have noticed this conversation as well. Um, Opal looks at you and says, I'm, I'm sorry. He's, he's, a, he's an old man stuck in his ways. He don't mind him. He won't, he won't do anything. He's just a jackass sometimes. I mean, he's right. We are accused of murder, so. I know that. You know that. He knows that. I know that that's not necessarily a bad thing. So, <laughs> so what does everyone find? Please describe your outfits for me. Cracks my knuckles. All right, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is your time to shine. This is my, hold on. Get out the PowerPoint. <laughs> I open the, where I have it saved. Hold on. Oh, it's saved in our chat. Me when I lie. Hold on. Jesus Christ, we text a lot. Okay. We do. I was like, oh, it's in our life. Licks the side of your face is like a dog. Ew. Okay. Ew. I'm the Scooby-Doo of this guy. (laughs) I'm so sorry. No, honestly, I don't think you're Scooby. I think you're um uh what's the what's the little guy? Scrappy dude? Scrappy? Yeah. No. That's the worst thing anyone has ever said about me is that I'm scrappy dude. Top, okay, you said that. I've heard you say insult. that's the worst thing anyone's ever said about me twice. One was when I said you look like one of the McElroy brothers, and the other one was the Scrappy Doo comment. So I think you should rank those. <laughs> is so much worse. <laughs> I'm the fourth missing my brother. I hate I My brother, I, my I, brother, and me, and Emmett. <laughs> my brother, my brother, my brother, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I, I hate that you pointed it out because I can't see it. <laughs> no. I'm turning my video off. I'm quitting. I'm quitting the podcast. I can't I can't bear to look at my own face. Emmett is the new character in Adventure Zone. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm done. Anyway, so my dress okay if you look at it it's uh the 19 it's the circa 1950s evening dress from the mint museum but it's it's like this black like a-line question mark dress and it has like these like gold embellishments on it and has like a very deep deep v like we're talking a deep v and it's got like these gold embellishments and it has these like fuzzy straps on it and this like big i guess she already has the jewelry but she has like that like a, a big dark necklace on and she has like elbow length gloves that ended like the same fuzz that's on the shoulders it's just very like black and gold and fuzzy and like extravagant very nice very nice um you see Mateus who has um 
been like looking through like his section he does kind of like peek over at what you guys are doing just because he is interested and then Mm -hmm. he sees you trying on this outfit you see once again the blush has returned very very Uh, pink but he doesn't say anything but i think maybe he like locks eyes with you and he's just like i wink at him through the eye lock stop he turns away that uh, like kind of looks down at like the trousers he was like sifting through he's like okay (laughs) girl you are evil i'm insane i'm fucked up what can i say (laughs) i may be crazy but i'm free (laughs) (laughs) tran when is when are you gonna get that tattooed on your ass (laughs) next week babe hell yeah hell yeah uh victor's outfit is like a classic 18th century menswear and for those who are not as obsessed with historical fashion as i am he has like a coat like a a big coat that's green it goes down to his knees and it's like like a balloon basically like it's a coat but it also has like a dress silhouette that goes to his knees he has also knee-high pants and white socks because classic fashion and a pretty purple but like that pink purple of cabris's magic kind of tone uh cravat and uh, a waistcoat that goes like a little bit under his waist and that's like also green to match the outfit and he's like Ooh. just checking to see if it matches the cane because he he is gonna take that shit with him anywhere now and he's like just checking out if, if it matches onyx approaches you and she's like yo bro that's a fit that works where'd you get the cane you old man my god <laughs> i have been traveling a lot that means more money just hope you can afford that well friends are for a reason and it's not always for telling um gossips you have some gossip Depends on what you want to hear. Oh, well, I know you're not chummy, but I know you go in the same circles with some 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 royal types. You hear anything good about that? Besides, you know, yeah. the one that you brought with you? Oh, shit. Uh, well, she's, she's recovering. So not much from there anyway. Hmm. But, you know, I am very much so looking forward to the gala. If you're Mayhaps willing to trade in the future if I find anything spicy there, you know? I scratch your back, you scratch mine. Hell yeah, I'm down for that. Uh, and she goes for like a little like fist bump. And he just bumps. Um, and you see the raven uh, on her shoulder just does like a little like single flap and as like a gesture of, of goodwill, I suppose. <laughs> a little a little friend. A little friend, a little friendly flap. July, what are you, what do you find yourself in, in this kind of house of horrors for you? Yeah, in this literal fucking nightmare building. Um, it's definitely like Safria just going through racks and handing things to July and July trying them on. And she makes the same face in every dress. Like, it's not like, it's not like she comes out and she's like, oh, this is the one. Like, she looks uncomfortable in all of them. <laughs> um, but I think the one that like everyone kind of decides on and she's like, and like, it doesn't have like a bad like texture feel to it. It's, um, it's this dress that Trin found also in the Met archives, but it's like, it has not like super low, but like curved neckline and it 
um, has these kind of like sleeves with like lace coming off of them. Basically, I want you to be able to see like her big buff shoulders and like all of her freckles and stuff from working out in the sun. Um, and it kind of, and it comes in like really tight at her waist and then it, um, it goes out in like a, like a bell shape. So, you know, she's wearing a hoop skirt under it and it's, the fabric is like blue, but it has these like yellow and white flowers all over it. And I think she looks really good in it, but she fully does not like register that she like in her mind, she doesn't look different from like her just wearing her other clothes. She's like, oh, these are just like expensive, but this is basically what I was wearing before. She has no, pr- she looks good in it, but she has no idea. <laughs> Can I roll it to see if I think she's hot? Go for it. You have to roll. Well, you, didn't you roll for, for me last time? Yeah, can I roll an inside check to see if I can tell if Zafria thinks I look good? Absolutely. Is that what it was? Bad. I got a 10. Okay, then. Uh, advantage with the information that Mateus told you earlier. Oh, or he was like, she's like kind of all over you. Wait, can yeah. I do a deception against it or no? You can try. <laughs> yes, I can. What'd you get, Trin? <laughs> two? <laughs> I just I got two. I just got a 21. God damn it. <laughs> I didn't even need the advantage. <laughs> My God. Um, well, Trin, I think even without rolling, Safria sees this absolutely resplendent woman in front of her. But I will say, July, you see the same. Oh, shit. Okay, this episode is titled The Horniest Episode. Just point blank. There's so much like staring. (laughs) This there's so much staring and longing looks in in this episode. Truly wasn't intentional, but here we are. We're all just doing something today. (laughs) We're all on something. First we were all fighting, then we got distracted for 20 minutes and we came back horny. Oh my god. This episode um, not at you. What the fuck? There will be like two E's for explicit in the description. Of yeah. <laughs> oh my God. There's like so much staring. Can I roll inside to just realize just how <laughs> to see much if you staring. can realize the horny tension? Sure. I'm judging. This is the only podcast. <laughs> this is the only podcast. The only podcast in existence. No other podcast exists. We <laughs> dominate Spotify and conquer the world, and everybody has to be gay now. God, That's I true. Wish we did. <laughs> That's a nat two. Nat two. Uh, what is it? Your what is your perception or insight? My perception is my oh my perception is zero. But like I'm the worst fucking detective ever. I built a detective and my perception is zero. That's I got so plus funny. two insight, so I got a four in total. Yeah, you got a four. Uh, I will say you're not sure what's happening here, but something's happening here. And you see Mateus uh, staring like kind of across the aisle. Um, you see him like glancing up every now and then at these two very beautiful women. This is fucked up. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna- Like your big bro senses are tingling, but you don't know what for. Also July needs to be instructed to change in the changing room. Like definitely the first time they're like, try this on. She was like, okay. And just started like taking her clothes. Off. Oh no, Opal was fully like, oh, we have we have little curtains for you to change behind what? You, uh, the curtains. And, and she points to these like, uh, these fabric curtains that do not have bad hand feel uh, by any means, but she's like, you can, you can change in there instead of- Like gods, July, go. As an empath, July senses that maybe she should change behind the curtain. <laughs> and so she can. 
yeah opal like hovers and like gestures you there and like stands outside in case you need her to like take anything yeah and then july puts on this one and then like she doesn't recognize that it's any different and she just kind of looks at safra and she's like this one yep that one mm-hmm Okay, great. <laughs> like, just goes and takes it off. No emotion on her face. Just, yep, none. just thank God. I don't have to do this anymore. Next, you you see Arlena come out in a low cut uh, scarlet evening gown with like sunset orange accents. Yes, material. Do not bring that into this podcast. So help me God. <laughs> I hear that so much in the room. I love you for it, though. I love you for it. Vanessa, I'm a material girl. You, we're gonna ban you from this like Zoom call. How do we get you off of this? <laughs> I can remove them, and I won't yet. <laughs> yes. Oh, the, yes. <laughs> okay. Describe the sexy lesbian moms, the milfs. Yes, the milfs. You see Elena come out in a low-cut scarlet evening gown with sunset orange accents, and they come with these uh, detached fabric sleeves that extend from like the elbow to the wrist, leaving the shoulder and upper arm exposed. She also has like these insanely tall stiletto heels; like it gives her a good four inches. You wonder if, if, like, she can even walk in those, let alone dance and perform in them, until Bella Luna comes out and Arlena rushes to greet her and, like, wrap her in this enormous hug. Uh, Bella Luna has on this crisp navy blue suit with an evergreen tie and matching gloves. Uh, She also has this, um, again, I'm referencing hat styles, Panama-style hat, navy blue with green ribbon around the middle. It's it's sort of fedora style, but a little wider brim. Hmm. And then finally, you see you see Mateus from the back uh, wearing a pair of garnet dress pants that are tailored perfectly, paired with some dark brown leather dress shoes. Um, y'all notice immediately that he's not wearing a shirt, and it looks like he's trying to choose between uh, some some other layers. He looks to uh, Safra and he's like, "Hey, you wanna you you, you have fashion sense? Come here." Mm-hmm. I walk over. You lie notice- staring so obviously. <laughs> uh, Mateus notices you and winks. Uh, and then turns back to to Safria. Safria, you again, as he as he's looking at you and holding up these two uh, articles of clothing, uh, and you notice uh, pale pink scars on his chest, just under the pectoral muscles. He like has a couple of vests out and like some cravats, some bow ties, some ties, uh, some like long sleeve shirts. He's like, okay, I'm definitely thinking these pants. Mm-hmm. Uh, do any of these uh, speak to you? I like kind of like flick through all of them and I'm like I think a vest is good I really like a vest on you yeah but maybe I think and like I oh he's not wearing a shirt I think like maybe a long sleeve with it unbuttoned something to show off your collarbones girl (laughs) you need to be put in jail (laughs) Saf you are good at this and he he throws on uh and buttons up like i think he goes like a button too high and he looks at you and he's like i don't know what do you think i unbutton the, the top one instantly i do uh he's like that is immediately transported to the horny jail <laughs> <laughs> he 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 looks at it, he's like yeah i could i could work with that and then he puts on the vest and starts buttoning it up and he holds out uh some ties and and, and bow ties and stuff he's like i was kind of thinking the cravat but like i think without's a good look it's not even just like his his cheeks are tinged pink. The tips of his ears are tinged pink. He's there's there's a lot of flushing uh, uh, going on, um, and you see um, 
opal approach with this like what I can only describe as like a bardic coat. It's something you'd see like masculine presenting bards wear. Um, it's floor length with fur lining and hues of uh, red and maroon, similar to uh, the rest of his ensemble. He throws it on, gives a little bit of a spin, the tail flies up and he he's clearly feeling himself and he's clearly in love with it. And he calls over the, the like Victor and, and July and, and says, well, what do we think? Victor I think um, a little clap. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think you look good in anything. So if you like it, then that's very sweet of you, July. Thank you. Um, and he he goes to Opal. He's like, I, I think I'll stick with with what I'm wearing. And she's like, Yep, I'll bring up all of that in a second. And she goes off to like tally up like what you guys have bought, shoes and and dresses and and so on. I will say, July, I think your dress falls low enough that you can just wear like your normal boots or whatever it is you wear just because you can't see the feet. Thank fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. I, I think that might have been like one of the requirements for the dress, just like you can't see my feet. Yeah, definitely. Um, you also see Alana gets a few sundresses and hair bows, as well as some more casual wear. Plain shirts, overalls, breeches, cloaks. Madalena also gets a few things, a dress, a couple shirts, some pants. Uh, she looks very sheepish at the thought of having someone else pay for her things, but she doesn't say anything about it. She's distinctly not making eye contact with you, Victor. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, is is there anything else anyone would like to do while you're here? Anything else you're looking for? I don't think so. I'm, okay. Yeah, I don't think I'm done. Yeah, great. Uh, so you see uh, Arlena slide uh, her coins across the table to to Talon, who is, who is ringing them up. And you see Talon is like silent for a bit until he's like look Lena I'm, I'm I'm sorry I didn't I didn't mean to offend and she very lightheartedly July you notice the difference between when she knew you were listening and when she didn't because she's very lighthearted now and she's like I don't give a fuck for what you might have to say at the moment we've paid we're going Good night. Good night, girls. And you see all the, the half-work uh, daughters go, good night, Arlena. Um, and you guys uh, scoot back to the wise dandelion. On the way back, um, is Mateus, like, accessible? I want to I be a little shit to him. Ah! Yeah. yeah, he's accessible him, for sure. Approach him and lean in and be like, well, what you looking at? Uh, back in the shop. He, he smiles and he's like, well, Vic, I was looking at a lot of things and by God's were the views great. Oh! Hello. Hello. <laughs> Is he saying this like an earshot of us? Um, probably. You can make like a perception check if you want to see if you can hear this conversation. Oh, yeah, I'll say with advantage because he's like just at the back of the pack. 18. Motherfucker. Uh, uh, dirty 20. Yeah, you both hear it for sure. He, he, he's not hes not probably as quiet about it as he should have been, uh, but he's like, yeah, by God's review is great. All right, then, hard. I'm just being smug to myself. I just like knowing things. <laughs> I just I was like gonna say, um, are Safri and I like walking next to each other? I'd say you can if you want to. Mm. I'm making you hold my bag still. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, I'm God. carrying your bags. <laughs> I don't even think you had to ask. I think I just like picked them up. I was like, here you go. And I, I just kind of look at her and I go, so are we just, do you not want to talk about like what Mateus said earlier? What, that he likes both of us? Yeah. Do you want to date him? 
I don't know. Okay. Do you? I don't think so. I mean, if he wants to fuck, we can fuck. (laughs) What? Like, I don't, like, I don't know if I'm ready to date someone right now. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. I just, I guess I just want to ask because I didn't want to, I just want to know if it's something that we're allowed to talk about. We can talk about it. Okay. And we can talk about anything you want to talk about. I don't know if that's true. <sighs> well, I mean, I'll tell you the truth. It's not the whole truth because I don't know what the whole truth would even do. Whole what? truth about what? I don't know everything. Like about you, like your feelings about. Like the truth, like me, I don't know how I feel about like Victor and you and the whole situation and the council. And I just feel like the whole like zone of truth is just like a, like, fuck, it'd be all, it would be all out there. Isn't that like easier though? No, because then I have to deal with the repercussions of it being all out there instead of just keeping it in my head. Right. But then once you deal- when I tell people. But then once you deal with the repercussions, you never have to deal with them again. Yeah, but then I have to deal, but I have to deal with them before, like first. If I just keep it to myself, I never have to deal with it ever. But if you tell other people, you don't have to deal with it by yourself anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's not, that's not to say that like you have to tell me everything or that, you know, you owe me things and I won't, I won't cast Zone of Truth on you or Victor anymore. You said I could, but you were mad, so I don't think you meant it. Yeah. And um, I don't know why I was mad. I'm, I don't know. It's fine. I just think it would, I think it would break my heart if I did it again. So, um, anyway, so yeah, I don't, I don't really understand why you were mad at me. You know, if I did something wrong, I'd obviously want you to tell me, but I, I don't understand. I don't know. I don't think you did anything wrong. I think I was like annoyed for no reason. And I don't know why it's not your fault. Well, people aren't annoyed for no reason. Sometimes I'm annoyed for no reason. And the reason might not even be something I'm aware of. The reason might be something that's just like super deep inside me. And I'm just like, oh, I'm annoyed. My heart knows that I'm annoyed, but my brain doesn't know why. Yeah. Um, yeah, we don't, we don't have to talk about this anymore. And I think <laughs> July just walks away. Yeah, I... I hang back with victor and mateus yeah and you get a mostly silent walk back to the wise dandelion after all of this and uh i think that's where we're gonna leave the session for today folks oh god thank you all so much for listening if you like this feel free to follow us on twitter at roll for rainbow and talk about it using hashtag roll for rainbow you can also follow all of us on twitter i am at nerdy birdie 6602 trinity is at trinity m foskett or at tea time witch for art uh emmett is at boy scout paladin and julian is at sonnet underscore art thank you so much folks any uh any advice for our listeners being horny is cool and <laughs> <laughs> Do your tangents in the intro, not 20 minutes into the session. Yeah, don't be real 20 yeah, minutes. Yeah, I second what Julian said. Be kind to your editors. <laughs> Sorry, Wall. <laughs> okay, we still love you. Barely. We, we hope you 
<laughs> hey, Emmett gets the first sweep on these, so that's true. Yeah, I do you should get it the one. Remember, we love you. Why we edit. Remember that. Heart emoji. Bye. Bye.